tribal trails, tribal trails. The Son of God, He's near. He chose to walk with us. These tribal trails. Welcome to Tribal Trails. Thank you for joining us today. And we are here in Gift Lake, and we are recording Polly Hamlin. She's got a wonderful story to share with you. It's a special blessing and a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. To share what, uh, who you are and what God has done in your life. So, Rita, I am originally born and raised here on the Gift Lake Métis Settlement. Um, I come from a family of 10. I believe okay. it's five brothers and five sisters. Mm. My father's name was Fred Belcourt, my mom, Louise Belcourt. And uh, my dad was actually a World War II veteran. Oh, wonderful. And um, strong um, people in our lives, in yeah. my life growing up. Yeah. My dad was a very yeah. strong uh, yeah. influence in my life in terms yeah. of... Uh, education and how to look at life my mom was very strong in uh in the home how to be the the um homemaker or the wife and stuff so and growing up our family was so big on gathering around the table at supper time and just bringing that unity and it was so important for my mom even though she was overprotective at times and I think her being overprotected stems back from when she was in the missionary and I believe it was in the ticket make but um, they had values and the family was so important to them and um, creating that unity and getting along How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony, for harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. Harmony is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion, and there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. How were you introduced to God so that you knew that at that time? Through a young age, like we were devout Catholics, my dad, like okay. we had to go to church every Sunday and okay. stuff. But there was always a thing that um, I always felt the presence of God and everything. Like even if I did the littlest thing that yeah. was wrong, like even spitting on the ground, I'd say, sorry, God. It was like oh. always acknowledging it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've always known that he was a strong presence in my life. I was given to my mother by a pure and holy God Into this world of sorrow I was born I grew in sin day after day I knew I'd have to choose To walk in Jesus' victory Or walk away and lose 
To deal with the sin of humanity, God sent his son. That's the good news. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the son of God. Came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. In other words, God gave you a brand new life when you believe Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the penalty for your sin. Then you're saved not only from going to hell, but also have God's love, power, and wisdom to deal with the hardships in this life. You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. Why not pray with me right now and ask Jesus to save you? Let's pray. Lord, I know that I have fallen short of your glory. And Lord, thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for me. And Lord, I ask you to forgive me of my sin, that you would save me. I invite Jesus to come into my life, to be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm glad that you prayed to receive Jesus in your life to be your Lord and Savior. It's the beginning of your life journey with God. You need to grow in knowing Him. That's why I encourage you to call us at Travel Trails. We're happy to hear from you and support you in your Christian walk. So would you say you had a happy home? I would say I had a happy home. Yeah. It, um, okay. Like any family, we faced adversity and yeah. there were things that our parents had to deal with. We weren't exposed to that. Oh, okay. So, so you went to school here in Gift Lake? Yes, I did. I attended the Northland School Division here in Gift okay. Lake. And then I had to drop out okay. because of circumstances, which, which I'll tell you as we go along. Okay. What grade would that be? I dropped out, I believe it was in grade eight. Can you tell me about that? I can. Um, So I'll go back in um, in 1984. I went through a part of my life in my life where it brought a lot of uh, question into who I was as an individual. In 1984, I was... um, raped by a close relative. How old would you have been? I would have been 12. So when that took place, um, it made me question myself as a person at 12 years old. Mm -hmm. What did I do wrong? I basically blame myself for um, trusting this individual. And and, um, that was actually... The first time that I actually attempted suicide, 
because I couldn't carry that um, burden, the burden, and just feeling that shame and that unworthiness and that that filth, I guess. Yeah. And so, why would suicide come to your mind? I didn't know how to cope, yeah. and I thought, well, this is the easy way out because I don't. Then I don't have just to deal end. with the pain. I don't yeah. have to deal with the shame or the yeah. guilt, and I don't have to live life having to feel this way and I kept it to myself for all these years I think it was about when I was um 28 years old that I actually told my mother about it and growing up with that and going into a relationship it brings damage to the relationship because the intimacy isn't there because that comes at you right And then the other things that to me when I was 12 years old, that I carry that along with having to be told growing up that my dad wasn't my dad. And that's why I look so different in terms of that's why you're ugly. And so the rape and then having to be told that my dad wasn't my dad. And so, so. For a 12-year-old growing up, I still struggle with the um, having to see myself as God sees me. So in the last month or so, I've had to ask God to help me overcome this for him to, for me to see myself as he sees me. Um, And it's hard. I don't like to get my photo taken for that reason. I don't accept um, compliments very well. I don't receive them very well because I just think people are trying to be nice, right? So it's something I have to overcome. The psalmist said, O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out to you by day. I come to you at night. Now hear my prayer, listen to my cry, for my life is full of troubles and death draws near. I have been sick and close to death since my youth. I stand helpless and desperate before your terrors. Going back to attempting suicide the first time and then... Tell me, what did you do? My dad used to live in the um, house beside the Catholic Church, so he used to take care of that home. So I went in there after the incident had happened. I took a really hot bath at my mom's and just trying to scrub the like the shame and the filth, and it was working. And I remember just crying, and I thought, okay. And then I went over to my dad's, and I went upstairs into where there's a little room up in the... Um, Upstairs, and uh, I knew he used to always keep um, pills there. So I went up and took pill, the aspirin and stuff. And um, I remember feeling really sick, and and then it just basically all came out. And um, so I had to live with that and just carry on in silence. And back then, it was like taboo, right? You didn't talk about things like that. No, you didn't. Because it's wasn't up in the Absolutely. Yeah. The pain some people bear No one would believe The hurt that's sometimes there Makes it hard to see 
that in the darkest hour there is still a way listen to these simple words I say Jesus knows your hurts Jesus feels your pain Jesus knows just how you feel Cause he's felt just the same Jesus knows your knees, my friend Better than you do Just hold on to Jesus He's holding on to you At the age of uh, 16, I actually was in a relationship and I was, got pregnant with my first child. Okay. In 1988, I had my son, Kyle. Okay. And uh, in 1990, I had uh, my daughter, Clarissa. So that was a blessing because it was oh, like the okay. Lord brought them into my life and okay. there were times I know growing up I used to say I wasn't going to have children and stuff and that wasn't in God's yeah. plan so it was like a child having to grow up alongside of these children. and then um, we mar- uh, their dad and I married in 1991 okay. we were divorced by uh, oh. November of 2001 and oh, so that's another heartache for you it and is, the yeah. children and that's yeah. where the second attempt of suicide came okay. into play was um, in uh, December of 1999 my husband my ex-husband now like he's deceased he died in May of 2016 from cancer um, he came home and then he basically packed up all his stuff. You know how a woman has that intuition that something is not right, but yeah. you don't know you what. don't know what it is and stuff. So he packed up, and on December thirty first of nineteen ninety nine, he left, and I hadn't heard from him for how long. And I received a call about two weeks into January of two thousand two from a lady advise, telling me that, um, asking me first off if I was Polly and if my husband was so-and-so. And I said yes. And then she told me that, well, he's here having an affair with my sister-in-law. So, of course, oh. my world came crashing yeah. down, right? It was yeah. like you yeah. you dedicate yeah. your time and your commitment yeah. to your marriage and, and your children you love your husband and you love your home and children and you don't foresee anything like that coming in to destroy what I thought was a happy home a happy marriage sometimes you feel alone does he really care has he left on your own Does he hear your prayer He has never left you or forsaken you one day Listen to these simple words I say Jesus knows you hurt Jesus feels your pain 
Jesus knows just how you feel Cause he's felt just the same Jesus knows your needs, my friend Better than you do Just hold on to Jesus He's holding on to you Hold on to Jesus He's holding on to you I believe it was about January 21st of 2000 he called my ex-husband he called and he asked if he could see the kids and I agreed and he asked if I could bring them to your emperor and so, so I did and um we worked on our reconciliation. He actually came home. Yeah. And then, but I knew there was a change in him oh. in terms of that he was drinking more and he was doing um, drugs. So the one day we went to the High Prairie to actually file our taxes and stuff. And it was good. It was, the day started off great, and then we were happy. And then coming home, I don't know, it was just like something triggered, something mm -hmm. set him off. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And then he started saying a lot of nasty things in terms of oh. the the intimacy between him and his mistress and oh, no. how I was no good and all that stuff. So yeah. when you suppress the things of the past and then that and then it just all comes yeah. bubbling over just like a volcano so I was bawling and stuff and we pulled into my parents yard and they were actually in their vehicle they were getting ready to go and then um, I, rem I saw I remember my mom sitting in the passenger seat and my dad getting out probably because my mom must have forgot something in the house and he had to go get it so we pulled in and I remember jumping in to my dad's vehicle and I always knew my mom had pills oh, um, in yeah. her purse and then she had her purse there and I remember just sticking my hand into the purse and grabbing the first pill bottle I could get my hands on and just taking them and I remember my mom hollering getting out and my baby took pills my baby took pills somebody come out oh. here and, and help her and they I remember they put me in the back seat of my vehicle and then my husband driving and then my sister-in-law getting into the back seat with me and they called the ambulance and get her going get her going and the car leaving and just before we got to the airport road here in Gift Lake I remember um, telling my sister-in-law Josie giving her money and I said Josie make sure my children are always oh. taken care of yeah. I lost conscious I remember as obviously in the emergency room and there's this petite doctor her name was um dr Iyer, just a tiny little woman and i remember she was i i, I remember distinctly that she was laying uh, she her legs were crossed over top of me and she was putting tubing into my mouth and she said polly i'm not gonna lose you i'm not gonna lose you For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. And the next thing was I woke up in ICU 
But while in ICU, I could actually hear people like coming in. I remember my brother-in-law coming in and um, we used to always um, nitpick at each other like and stuff. And, and I, I could hear him say, oh, she knows I'm here because look at her heart rate is fluctuating. Uh -huh. I heard this other family um, coming and I could hear them praying for me. So I think it was about two days in ICU when I finally came to. And to, um, I remember Dr. Iyer coming in to see me and, and telling me how close I was to yeah. being gone. And so even though I faced all that, I believe that, you know, where it says Jeremiah 29, 11, I, I know the plans I have for you, yeah. plans for good and as I think that really came into play, that uh, that yeah. God was concerned about my happiness. You are important. You yeah. are worthy. Yeah. So I had to make the tough decision that even though we, my husband and I tried to reconcile, yeah. I actually had to tell him that I forgive you, but I can't forget. And then over time, it's funny like how you can say that to somebody but realize that, yeah, you can forget as well. There was a time on earth and in the book of heaven And all account was standing sin yet unforgiven The name was at the top and many things below I went up to my keeper and settled it long ago but old account was large, growing every day. And I was always sitting, never tried to pay. When I looked ahead, saw such pain and woe. I went up to my keeper, settled it long ago. Well, long ago, down on my knees, long ago, I settled it all. And old account was settled long ago. Records clear today, wash my sins away. An old account was settled long ago. When you look back on everything you've gone through and just to where you're at in life, you know that there is a big behind it, right? Yeah. And it's only God, Jesus. So in in 2017, February 5th of 2017, mm -hmm. after everything we'd been faced with and stuff, and uh, uh, it was then that my husband and I decided that it was time. You remarried? Yeah, I, re we, I was remarried in 2003. Okay. Um, I've been with him since uh, 2001. Okay. He's been a very strong in the presence of my life and even our children and our granddaughter. Um, he's uh, brought a lot of love okay. and peace. He's um, helped mend the hurts Aww. and stuff. And yeah. it's like I said, it's still thin. There's things that I'm still dealing with that yeah. I have to overcome, but I can't do it without God. And so in 2017, February 5th of 2017, we gave our lives to God. Hmm. And that's when our journey as Christians began. And how did that happen? 
It actually started when my niece came to visit. Oh, okay. She reminded me of the good things that the Lord had done in our lives in terms of um, the miracle and stuff. And little auntie, she called me. Little auntie, I remember you telling me that when Asia beats this, that you're going to give your life to the Lord. I did attend uh, tent revivals and stuff. I used to always say, well, I don't want to commit yet until I'm fully ready to commit to Him completely, where I don't backslide. I want Mm to, that once I'm there, that it's all the way from the time I commit to the the Lord. Lord. Absolutely. So it's been in 2017. We gave ourselves to the Lord. It was on December 31st of 2018-2019 we were baptized. The prophet Micah said to the Israelites, O people, the Lord has told you what is good, and this is what He requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Holly, there's an awful lot of people out there that are coping with the same things that you are coping with, have gone through the same things you have gone. Mm-hmm. You know, the rape and the rejection and the want to choose the way out of suicide instead of turning to God. Can you direct yourself to that camera and speak to the people who are hurting out there? Suicide is not the answer that I encourage you all like to understand that you can overcome, you can overcome, and that God does have a plan and a purpose for your life, and you are important, you are worthy, and you are beautiful, and through Him and with Him you can find the strength to beat whatever it is that you're going through. Um, Suicide is not the answer that God wants us to have an abundant life and there are people out there to help you and if there's something that you're holding in and you feel that there's nobody you can trust to lay your burdens down or to um, talk about it just turn to God and give everything to Him. And I'd like you to encourage you to seek that And we pray here at Travel Trails that you will find your hope in God. And if you have any questions, there's a number on the phone that you can, on the screen, that you can phone. And we would be so glad to help you and to support you. Get a happy heart, have faith, have hope, and pray with you through your trials. So God bless you this day. He the books will open, cannot find the thing. Will my heart be glad? Tears of joy will flow because I had it settled, settled it long ago. Well, long ago, down on my knees, long ago I settled it all. And old account was settled long ago. The record's clear today. Wash my sins away. And old account was settled long ago. Sinner, seek the Lord, repent of all you see. Thus he has commanded, you would enter in. Then if you should live a hundred years below, here you'd not regret. 
Settled it long ago, well, long ago, down on my knees. Long ago, I settled it all. The only count was settled long ago. The record's clear today. Wash my sins away. The only count was settled long ago. Long ago. Wash my sins away And all the count was settled long ago 